Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Your Abby, Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Ill Advice. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. Like your therapist. And not your sommelier. What's a sommelier? It's the wine experts. God damn it. The ones that swish and spit. Clearly I'm not one because I swallow. (laughs) (laughs) If you were expecting to hear that, you've landed on the right podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Pops. Uh, now what? I think we've welcomed everyone. Should we just drink now? I we I don't know. <laughs> we skip to Should that we? <laughs> I am thirsty. Let's reverse the order today, sure. shall we? Okay, let's, let's do wine first. Let's do it. I like All our right. bottle anyway. I do too. It, it looks, looks like, like a little a, bottle of bourbon. Yeah, it's a little little chode wine. Yeah. Lord <laughs> knows I love a chode. Amen to that. Just kidding. So <laughs> this is a wine I've never had before. Mm. The variety, all of it. Susumaniello, it's an Italian wine. Ruggero di Bardo. And it says, Va dove ti porta il vento. Whatever that means. And that's all it says. Susumaniello. Oh, it I call me yellow, baby Susu. Aw, my mom calls my sister baby Sue. Really? Sue, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh, There's more info on this wine. Oh. I took a picture of the label at Trader Joe's. Oh. I'm a Trader Joe's bitch now, you know. Not surprised. It was on the way home. Who's Joe and why his bitch? Uh, because we like to trade. What um, are you trading? I uh, really like this bottle. Wine. So this is an ex- exclusive wine to Trader Joe's. It says fresh and fruity berries and red fruit, aromatic herbs on the nose. Elegant, powerful, with ripe tannins, long finish. I don't know what any of that means, <laughs> but, but let's get ripe and, to- and long. <laughs> <laughs> that face is mm. great. It's no, actually really juicy. I do like it. It's a little sweet, but like it's nice. I like it. I just that, need a couple more sips, I think. I actually do enjoy it. I would drink this. But this is one that I would drink in the summer by the fire if I didn't have white wine. I do like it. Yeah? Yep. You stopped making that face. Yeah. I yeah. told you I needed three more sips. You said two. Three total. Yeah. I would give it like a three and a half. I want a big antipasto salad with this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Food porn. I was just I was just feeling the antipasto. <laughs> Yeah, Beth's on a diet, by the oh, way. Oh, my God. It's not so much a diet because all I do is eat. I know. What yeah, the fuck? It's just I'm eating the right food. I know. You're an When I really just want a fucking pizza. Yeah, but instead you cheat with chicken thighs. I do. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I'm finding a You new- need a new co-host. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you can find one on eBay. A thickle one. A thickle hobo. Hoboist. <laughs> forget it that i too. already i like okay so how you doing beth <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what i needed today i'll just today's, preface with that today's a gray rainy yeah. stay in bed all day and netflix day yeah so i think my body's responding to that yeah mine too yeah 
It's like, even my daughter this morning was like, meh, don't look at me. And I was oh. like, babe, I'm with you. Let's so not look don't at look other. at me back. Yeah. Like, let's look at the movie instead. You need something. <laughs> find a way to get it. <laughs> like, like, I'm with you. <sighs> I won't look at you. That's so funny. I think that's... Yeah, we're feeling what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I'm, I'm pretty stable, I guess. I like stable. Yeah. I have a week off from school this I have a week off from school this you're, week. You're all caught up. You're all done. <laughs> you finished a class. I have. I mean, I have one assignment left, but it's an easy one that I'll get done tonight. And after that, I got a week off before oh. the new term. Well, then let's cheers to that. Let's. Yes, for sure. Worth it. This is really good. It is. It I'm, is I'm juicy. Really, yeah. How are um, you doing? I am a big old crabby bitch today. <gasps> I will not sugarcoat it. I will not lie to Big our listeners. Big old cunt. Big old cunt. Um, <laughs> sorry. I can't get past that notorious BOC. I know. Um, we need those t-shirts. We really do. <laughs> we need merch. We do. I'm wearing one. I'm wearing yep. two? Yeah, that hat looks okay. super cute on you. Thank you very much. When you walked in this morning with your hoodie and that hat, I was like, oh, you look like a hot man. Oh, like I've I'd, never looked I'd like one check before. check you out. <laughs> I know, finally, you're looking at my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, wow, he's got a really good face. <laughs> I never realized my best friend was so attractive. <laughs> oh, but how am I doing now? I'm doing better. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm just crabby. And I think it is the weather, like I told you. And I, I love my boyfriend so, so much. But so this morning strange. I woke up like so crappy. I looked over, I was like, I just don't want to be next to you. And it had nothing to do with him. So you woke up like Mia. Don't I woke look up, at me. Yeah, don't look at me. Yep. And then my son came down and I motioned for him to give me a kiss on the cheek. And I was just like, go away. But I invited you. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like, get the fuck out. So you're like a cat today. I'm, no, like, I'm. Pet me, touch me, don't fucking touch I'm me. I'm like don't ragging. Don't look at me. Like, it's my heavy also, flow day. Also, screw this cup on the counter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Sunday's cup. Right. <laughs> See ya. Smash. Yeah. That's funny. That's I just I wanted to stay in bed and I wanted to Ozark the fuck into tomorrow. Uh, Ozark. And I don't know why I waited until its last season to fall in love with it, but that's what I do. I was gonna say because that's what you do. Yeah. So I'm in love with it, Ozark and I want to launder money. <laughs> I want you to launder money also. But I'm also way too afraid to launder money because <laughs> yes, I know I'm too smart for my own good. Which means I'll just throw out these ideas, and then I'll have days where I'm like, I don't feel like it, and then I'll get killed. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty. Does that sound? That'll right? be a great Netflix show. Great, yeah, like How to Die. Yeah, and I'd be in it with you. <laughs> Stupid ways to die. Like I'll be the friend that's like, Beth, we're gonna die if you don't do that right now. Yeah, all right, fine. Um, I actually also just started watching this really great Hulu show called Accused. And it's like just different. Every episode is a different scenario with a different person. And Anthology it's like, style, like different stories. Yeah. Like and Black Mirror like, and all that shit. Yeah. It's just so good. And there was one with like a trans man, the most beautiful man and woman I've ever seen. And I like was mad at him because you can't look better than me as a man and a woman. Right. <laughs> Right. Like, <laughs> I see. I see what you're saying. This is no offense to anyone. No, absolutely not. Just literally in both your identities, your yeah, lives. Like both of who you've been. 
You as a whole. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Just blows me just out of the what water. The fuck? Like, Do you know what that the um it's a trans um, man or trans woman? I don't know the proper more of like cross dresser. I don't know the proper way to say that. I don't know if cross dressing is a proper term. Do people use cross dressing? So he's he's a drag queen? Yeah. Yes. How do we word that for this podcast? I don't know. I'm asking you. Because <laughs> he wasn't trans. He wasn't trans. He lived life as a man. He actually himself said that he does a gig. He referred to it as a gig on the weekends. He would get all decked out as a woman. And oh, like so he's perform. a drag queen. Yeah. Oh. I guess. Cool. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. By the way, his voice. He just as like an actor in general. But the episode name Robin's was name. Robin's story. Each story is like I said, was a yeah. person. So this person was Robin. And it just was like couldn't have been done better. Not to mention it took place in Boston. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I love when things happen here. All the other ones were like Phoenix and like just all over the place. And this one was actually the Boston one. And I was like, this isn't like it just couldn't have been done better the whole episode i wish was like a show by itself do you like so you're all of the episodes the different stories they've all been so compelling that you've been kind of like glued to it yeah everyone has been really good just this specific one the storyline the ending the just all of it that the actors i like, can't wait and the fact that it, it took place in boston and like just all of it was like i don't know if i blinked during this episode yeah if it's not reality tv and you make a recommendation it's usually great oh uh, yeah <laughs> it just was so good so good oh my god yeah i'm trying to think if we have any other updates do we don't have any ill-advised updates um not that i'm aware of no we do, do have, have something in the some things in the works yes so more information to follow as soon as we can share but in the meantime if you haven't checked out our episode with rachel sievers on consent to treat please do so it was great did you listen to it yet i actually didn't catch that yet i wow your dedication to our podcast is just <sighs> uncanny astounding I know. thank you uncanny <laughs> <laughs> I like your word better. I like it a lot better. I do have to share one little anecdote, which I don't know how entertaining it will be because I'm being such a crabby bitch today and everything's not going my way either. Love it. On the way here on 117, we hit a section of the road that felt like seven miles that was all potholes because they're redoing it because they've been redoing 117 since I think 1980. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds about right for Massachusetts. Yeah. And so they left it all potholes and it was like backed up traffic. You're literally going like two miles an hour because it's hole after mm -hmm. hole after hole. It's the best gangbang ever. And there's a part of it where we were just kind of like bobbing around. Yeah. And your neck's like, if you kept your neck rigid tomorrow morning, you'd wake up with like a sore neck, you know? So you kind of yeah. just like got to go with it. And I, and my son Wyatt sitting next to me and he goes, I can't believe like, they haven't fixed this yet. I was like, oh, what do you mean you can't believe? I'm like, just, you know, give him the advice about the neck. And then I said, close your eyes. Do you feel that? He's like, yeah, nauseous. I was like, that's what getting drunk at a high school party feels like. <laughs> I did not see this coming at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know where you were going, but no. I was like, that's what it feels like to get drunk at a high school party. I was like, are you going to do it? He's like, dad, I don't even leave the house. <laughs> 
I was like, okay, but keep your eyes closed until we're done. He's like, I'm not doing it. I was like, do it because eventually you'll get to the part where the nausea stops and you just throw up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did not close his eyes. That was so good. So I'm, little... I'm so glad you shared that. That oh, was that was really great. Thank you. I did need to share that. I did tell why. I was like, I'm gonna talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> that was really good. So let's get into it let's we Uh, have somebody new this week don't we do we do we do we are going to the metro.co.uk and actually one of these questions that we do reminds me of a netflix series that i just watched that takes place in the uk so i'll bring it up when we get there but it's worth it so laura collins is one of the writers for the sex column on the metro.co.uk. The first one is from October 13th, 2022. My son's wife and my husband slept together. Wow! What should I do now? <sighs> so the Netflix show that you need to watch that has the same dynamic is called Obsession. And it's very confusing. It's at the a beginning. series? Yes, it's okay. a limited series. Okay. It's a little confusing. I think it's only like four or five episodes, something like that. But it's a full story thought out. And you don't see it coming. (gasps) No, I did. You did. The lady's husband's, yes, the son's girlfriend. And then he falls, the son falls over the. Yes. Yes. I did see. I mean, spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, Right. Oh my God, so good. It was so good and so confusing, right? At the beginning. You're like, how do they know each other? Yeah, I'm not positive if I finished it, but I remember that specific up scene that we just. That's discussed. the last episode. Oh, then I finished it. You finished it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just. It was it confusing too. at the beginning. I was like, I don't know. We can rehash it later outside of the podcast. It was fucking good. I threw my hands it up like good. I was gonna fucking stop time when that part <laughs> happened. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was confusing actually. Yeah, because I did have several questions. Yeah, but then it didn't get answered. No, they did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh my god, so good, so good. Uh, Anyways, so now it's an advice column. That was. I'm wondering if the advice column was written because of this. I'm sure this happens way more often than we'd like to think about. The subtext on the column. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just. It's going to give it away. I mean, it didn't give it away already, right? So it's got an interesting structure. It tells us what the problem is. And then the columnist, Lisa, I'm sorry, Laura Collins, gives you the solution or like the advice from the professional side of it. The problem. It feels unbelievable to be saying this, but my daughter-in-law has confessed to having sex with my husband. It's my second marriage and my husband is 10 years younger than me, but only eight years older than my daughter-in-law. My son thinks they are happily married, but after a few drinks at a family party, she told me her secret. (laughs) She ratted herself out? Off after a couple drinks? Oh. Goodness. If you knew, I mean, I would know that I'm that kind of a liability. Right. Right. I'm (laughs) not getting drunk near the woman that I'm about to spill these secrets to. I was so shocked and upset, I left the party immediately and stormed home in tears with my husband chasing after me, asking what was wrong. Because mm, he knew. He knew. He saw you and Brenda talking. When we got home, I confronted him, but all he could do was look at the floor. Mm-hmm. He felt so ashamed. He said it was just a drunken one-night stand that happened late last year. 
We've been together since my son was a child and I felt absolutely devastated. Eventually I found a way to forgive him because I believe his remorse is genuine. I'm determined not to let her spoil our happiness, but I just can't get over the fact that this girl is married to my son and she betrayed him in such an awful way. I can hardly look at her now and I make excuses not to meet up. My son keeps asking what's wrong, but so far I haven't said a word because I know it would destroy him. My husband says I should try to forget it and not tell him, but it breaks my heart that he is married to such a two-faced cow. <laughs> I love the UK. <laughs> Me too. That's it. First of all, how do you spill your guts to your mother-in-law, that you're whose man that you banged, but not your, your husband? Second of all, my initial response was, your husband showed remorse because you found out yep. because this was how long a year well she just said last year last which year it could so. be like new right. year's eve as far as we know like it could be a few months could be a year yeah we're gonna assume at least a year probably yeah so your husband in no way shape or form has brought this up to you but now he's sorry after you found out yeah this is just a whole and she's not saying anything like, I felt that he was distant or that something, he right. was hiding something, like everything was normal right. until... He just went back to living life little, with this little secret. What's her name? Brenda. Brenda. Brenda has until two Brenda, glasses of Chardonnay and now she can't keep yeah, her mouth shut. Brenda is totally a Chardonnay name. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I applaud you. I just, I don't, I don't understand her crying to the mother-in-law right, wrong and not her, her husband. And nobody's telling the son, this poor bastard, just going along thinking he's in this happily ever after. Meanwhile, right. mom, dad, and wife know what happened. I, it's got to be a predicament as a parent, as the, as the mother of a child or the father of a child to kind of be like, I want to protect you, but I don't know which evil to protect you from. I'm not going to. So, yes, yes. I'm, I'm yes. just thinking about no, it like, yes, I agree. as a global I absolutely issue. Global agree. issue. Uh, as an issue that's not mine. <laughs> as a as a whole, as a parent, what are you protecting your child from? Which one? Right. Yeah. And she already made a comment about I just can't believe this is who my son's married to. Mm -hmm. So you're going to just continue let him living this blissful lie like meanwhile your marriage is in shambles. You can't stand his wife now because she yep. banged your man. And now you have to live with knowing this and her going home to him every night. Like, Happily ever after. Right. Every but that's it. This First of all, Brenda's going to be on edge thinking that mom, Susan, we'll name her Susan. Susan's a great name. Thank you so much. So Susan's going to spill the beans to... Billy. Let's go with Billy. Billy sounds like a... I think I live in a well, happily yeah. ever after. It's the UK, right? I'm not. Right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. He's the one getting kissed by a prince. Yes. Yes. And so Susan's, she, Brenda's going to be paranoid that Susan's going to tell Billy. Meanwhile. Right. Arnold's over here just. I was say Carl. Like, oh, I like Arnold better. He was just going to be like Amani. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sitting in a corner, blissfully unaware of his own disblissfulness. Yeah. Is that a word? It is now. Funnily, funnily enough. is enough. <laughs> funnily is enough. Yes. It funnily is enough. <laughs> yes. I somebody needs to tell Billy. Yep. As a father, mm -hmm. do you feel like it's your responsibility? Or should mom just be like, look, 
This is why I'm not talking to your wife. Okay. As the father who perpetrated the act? No, you as a father. Mm -hmm. You being a father. You can relate to being a father. I think so. So, as a father, and as a father who did this to your son, should mom just be like, look, this is why I've been having issues? Or should dad be like, look, I banged your wife. That ain't your baby. Oh, that's a step further. As a father, let me answer that from that kind of perspective. Like a father who, who whose wife that. just found out also. This isn't just like a, okay, I've been keeping this for a See, long time. I, I don't even have hopes of having a wife, so I can't even go from that angle. <sighs> okay, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> as, as a gay dad, <laughs> yeah. my instinct is to protect my son. However, I do believe in some sort of due process. And I have said this on this podcast before, and you've said this too. I would take both cheating parties because I don't care if you're not in a relationship with your son, you cheated on him, right? Yeah, you betrayed his trust. You betrayed his trust. Yeah. Uh, I would take both cheating parties and I'd say, you both better come to a conclusion over who's going to tell him. Because if you don't, I'm going to. Wait, so you're a mom? I'm mom right now. Okay, I'm asking from a... I'm gay dad. Yeah, but you're a gay dad who... I'm perpetrated this act. You're his father and banged his wife. That's rough for me. I know. As the father who banged his wife, I I would, me personally, would be totally guilt ridden. I'd be guilt ridden. Well, clearly. I don't think I would have gotten caught. Well, then clearly. I would have outed myself. I would have outed myself. So you're Brenda. I'm I'm Brenda's (laughs) daddy. (laughs) Yes, no, I would have outed myself already. I just don't think I could. Just let my son continue living blissfully with Brenda. I'm telling your father banged. You wouldn't wife. give them a chance to like one of you needs to say it first. I mean, either way, he's gonna find out. Well, nobody is telling him. Right. That's why I would be. He's like, even asking mom, like, Mom, what dares you with Brenda? Why didn't you go to dinner with her last week? Well, here's why. Ask Brenda. I know, but that's I would like, just give them an opportunity to come clean first. So that the the, the way I see it is there's a betrayal there already. And holding on to that secret and letting me tell that secret for them. Like it's not letting them redeem themselves in any way. If there's any hope for redemption. Because I think that influences a decision some way, one way or the other. And my hope, I'm not coming at it from a breakup. She's a cheater. I'm coming at it from a, she's a cheater and you need to know. So I don't care how you find out, but you're going to find out. Either it's going to be from her or your dad. So, or it's going to come from me. Was there a specific question? It was just scenario based. Ugh. I know. Well, she did make comments about they're not, the son doesn't know. She's avoided seeing Brenda on multiple occasions. Like, there's been time in between that nobody's telling poor Billy. Yep. I wonder how long it's been. That would help influence my decision on how to approach it, too, you know, since she found out. But, yeah, she just I think says, as a mom, I can hardly look at her now and I make excuses not to meet up. My son keeps asking what's wrong, but so far I haven't said a word because I know it would destroy him. So there's no direct question. So I'm, I think as a mom, I'm telling Billy. Yeah, 
Yeah. I have to. I mean, I have to. Yeah. Lord I'm, knows what else she's doing. I'm gonna be. She's I'm getting with drunk you. and banging my husband. She's getting drunk and telling me she's banged yeah, his mom. Who else? Like, who right, else? Exactly. Who else? Are you waiting to get drunk so you can tell their mom? Right. <laughs> like I'm, I'm all done with Brenda, and let's, I'm telling Billy. Let's see what the expert says. Yeah. Harsh words indeed, but it takes two to tango. They both behaved appallingly, not funnily. Appallingly. Yeah, nothing funnily about that. <laughs> and it might not be just your husband who wants to put it behind him. You're right to give him another chance so long as you've all talked it through and genuinely believe this was a one-off. If you have a strong marriage, then given time, it will recover. But please don't get into the habit of accepting this sort of dreadful behavior. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you don't seem to consider that your daughter-in-law might be remorseful. Perhaps her marriage to your son deserves a second chance too. There's no right nor wrong answer here, but in general, it's not a good idea to interfere with other people's relationship. However, he's your son. Um, thank you for saying that. I just <laughs> you, got so mad. I, got, I was like, I got to say <laughs> this fast. I saw your face. I get it. This is different. The issue now is whether she loves him enough to create a loving and happy home for the future, just as you want to. Did she confess to you through spite or guilt? I know it will be difficult, but you need to talk to her. Can she convince you that this was all a terrible mistake for which she is truly sorry? If she can't persuade you that she genuinely loves your son and you fear that it's only time before she cheats again, tell her she must be truthful with him or you might have to step in. Then be there for him to mend his broken heart. <sighs> I'm with you because I know I'm with you. Go on. Whatever you're saying, I'm with you. So just is like, no. 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 He still needs to know whether she's know. whether she's genuinely remorseful and and whatever he fucking needs to know yep let him make the decision is she worth having a second chance yeah that last part the only thing like, i just can't decide the only thing that. i agree with is tell her she must be truthful with him or you might have to step in yeah like that's the only part of that last section i agree with you as the mom don't get to choose whether she's worth nope. the second chance he for your does. son or not right that's right you get to choose it for your husband Sorry, professional Lara, but we are not, we're not okay with your answer. No. At least the second half. I didn't love any of it. No. Well, I mean, some of it kind of fell in line with what we were saying. Yeah, but I'm but still like. But it's that like, one part where it was just like, you determine. But also like, is your husband truly remorseful? Blah, blah, blah. Like he never fucking breathed a word of this. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So is he rem remorseful because he got caught? Or is he remorseful because he cheated on you with his son's wife? Yeah, we didn't like, actually I, even tackle that because we were so stuck on the what the question was. Yeah, like, what should I do now type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, she made the decision to stay with him, obviously, right? I'd Through all of this. So, yeah. so it means that she can forgive him and she can decide what's best in her relationship. For her, She right, needs to give her son the same yet, courtesy. Exactly, yep. I agree with you. Yep. What's next? Pissamia. Oh. <laughs> I only live to do so. So you identify as male. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Fuck I do. <laughs> um, so much so that my fling rejected me after getting me pregnant. <gasps> what do I do? I'm not that kind of male. That's the next no, question if no one picked up on that. The problem. I thought I had met the man of my dreams, but now I'm pregnant and he doesn't want to know. I met him online and we chatted for a few weeks before agreeing to meet. Our first date was so comfortable. We talked for hours and it felt like we'd known each other for ages. Mm. We had sex the first night we met and it was amazing for the both of us. 
I'll be honest, our relationship was more about sex than anything else, and often we'd meet up, go straight to bed, and our date would only end when one or the other of us went home. Sexually, we had a special bond, and even when we weren't seeing one another, we were sexting every day, which was a turn-on for both of us. I honestly thought it was love. This went on for about six months until I discovered I was pregnant. Then all hell broke loose. He accused me of getting pregnant deliberately to trap him. He implied I was after his money, his parents are wealthy, and said he wanted nothing more and wanted nothing more to do with me. I was stunned. Now he has blocked me on every type of social media. And when I went to his flat to try to talk to him, he just shut the door on my face. I'm still only in the early stages of pregnancy, but I know I need to decide quickly what to do. I would love to know how old they are. Not that it makes a huge difference. But I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. Is she questioning keeping the baby the way that she kind of worded things? Yeah, it sounds like she needs to decide quickly what to do implies that because she's in the early stages, whether or not she should. Exactly what you're implying, whether or not she should keep the baby or not. Well, she didn't say anything about wanting to have the baby. Nothing. Not having the Like, there's just... I'm going to have this baby if he says yes. And I'm not if he says no. Yet he's saying no. It feels like she was leaning toward keeping the baby. And he was just like, slam the door in your face. So uh, I'm just, I'm curious if she's like, I'm curious the question. Are you more concerned about this man? Or are you more concerned about having a child with or without, without a father? That's valid. Like, no part of it said anything about, like, what you would or would not do with a child whose father wants nothing to do with them. Yeah. If you're hinging on just the on the dad as to whether or not you should right. keep the child. Right. My gut almost says, like, don't keep the child. Because if that's what you're waiting um, for. Yeah, it's confusing. You're, you're that not making no, the decision for yourself. No, right. Right. Like, I wouldn't mind having a baby. You know, I know well, it even be that, tough. If you said I don't, I don't mind having one. Well, like, it's like, but are you ready to have well, one? Well, it's it's a matter of, are you against you in no way, shape, or form want a child right now, or mm-hmm. you are open to it? Right. You know what I mean? Because if part of you is like, I, I kind of want a baby. Like I want this baby. It changes things when you find out you're pregnant. It changes things. You know what I mean? Like it's even easy if you're to like, say like if you're like a solid pro lifer, yeah, and then you easy, get pregnant, yeah. you're like, okay, now I understand. Right, because then you can put things into perspective. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it was like even I can say from personal experience, I did not have a planned pregnancy. Yeah, and, most people don't. It, for the record, for me, it boiled down to like, okay, now I'm aware that i'm pregnant there is a whole human growing inside of me and i am not pro life or pro choice i am pro do what the fuck you want but for me that changed everything yeah i wasn't in a ideal situation not with the father not for me financially not for my living situation like in no way shape or form was i in a good place to have a child but knowing that there was a little tiny seed growing inside of me there was nothing that could have swayed me to like this is not 
I don't even want to use the word appropriate. This is not like regardless of the instability, I guess, circumstances. circumstances, there was no way that for me, myself, personally, knowing the feelings that I felt immediately finding out that I was pregnant, would I have had an abortion, regardless of all of the situations. And whether that people argue that that's not responsible of me or not, I was not willing to live with the emotional effect of getting an abortion, knowing my immediate response of what I felt like knowing I was pregnant. And you wouldn't change that decision? Never. At all? Never. Absolutely never. And I have been busting my ass to make sure that I make up for that for my daughter. Right. I just, that has been my goal. That, like, yes, whether it was irresponsible or not of me to have a baby, to have gotten pregnant in the beginning, like, these are all things that just no longer, like, I'm now determined to make a good life for me and my daughter. Mm -hmm. So, if I didn't have that strong of a response, like emotional response when I found out I was pregnant, I don't know that I would have weighed my, you know, good and bad. This isn't proper timing. This isn't whatever the situation. You know what I'm trying to say? So I like, I need to know how this person is feeling regardless of, because I will in the very, the very, very beginning when I found out I was pregnant and my daughter's father found out I was pregnant. He freaked the fuck out. Right. He absolutely freaked out, as he should have, because A, we weren't together. <laughs> like, right. all and, of these things. And you things, weren't planning. Right. It wasn't, we were banging buddies. Like, it just wasn't, you know what I mean? And so I had to make that choice without him. Right. Knowing he didn't, at that very moment when he found out, he did not want me to have that child. And so these were things that I had to, like, think about but i just could not get past the like i it would ruin me emotionally and mentally had i gotten an abortion just from where i was at and my emotional state yeah from finding out that like you're fucking pregnant there's actually something growing inside of you right now yeah i mean it's it's not i wouldn't even say emotional state it's just you made the decision that was for you at that at that time and and for you probably for always it just was like it just you felt you made the decision that you felt was right out a pregnancy because why because at this very moment i I, is not the best time so it's like for you it's kind of hard to fathom because of these situations that that can be changed yep you know what i mean i can fix these situations Mm -hmm. but i can't bring back you know what i mean yeah, I get what you're saying. So, like, it's you, you, you made the decision to. I'm going to do right by this baby, right? Whether yeah. these circumstances I'm in currently are ideal or not. But just to be clear, too, like you also acknowledge that there are people who know those circumstances won't work out for them, and they make a choice, and you're you're not fighting that either. I'm not. No, no. I'm. I don't judge. I don't judge at all. I don't, I just. Like there are, there are circumstances like, being under control sometimes or. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. Or There's some people should just not have children. Absolutely. I'm not, 
when I found out that they were trying to rid the abortion thing, yep, like Roe v. Wade. that was like, no, nobody gets to fucking make those decisions except for us. Yep. You know what I mean? So I don't like me and you. if you're not listening to this podcast you can't do it (laughs) (laughs) we are the abortion pill (laughs) like i just it's almost like you know people when they're starting to feel suicidal Mm -hmm. and you know they say like don't make a permanent decision off of temporary situations or feelings temporary feelings yeah right and i feel like that's kind of similar for pregnancy oh. you're making permanent decisions for things that may or may not be able to be changed you know what i mean mm-hmm. in the very beginning i had to like mentally shift to like i'm gonna be a single mom i'm not now my daughter's father she, they have a great relationship like that's not the yeah, case that but all in the moment out, right but, yeah but in the moment, he was like, absolutely not. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I had to then make the decision like, okay, well, not only am I having a child in a less than ideal situation, but now I'm going to be doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel like that's, for me, my my feelings or thoughts for like abortions and, and stuff are similar to like suicide. You're going to kill yourself because you just see no other way out. You just don't see that's your only way out for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's why they have that saying, like, don't make such a permanent decision for temporary feelings or emotions or whatever. Yeah. Well, I I agree that just. And I'm not. A lot of like decisions need a lot of of scrutiny from the person experiencing them. I yeah, agree with I'm you not on that. saying everybody should just yeah. not get abortions because things could work out for them. I'm not saying that. I just, for me, for my you, personal view and standpoint of like it is for like, you. yeah, for myself is like so all these so issues. So it's hard for you to kind like, of fathom, like in relation to this question. Yeah, like like you can. You're basing this decision based on whether or not he wants to be with you. Like yeah. that's the impression that you're giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my take from that given like what you just said too is like if that's what you're waiting for maybe you shouldn't be a mom yeah because then what you're gonna have the baby and be waiting for him to decide he wants to be a dad right maybe he doesn't ever maybe he never will yeah it it almost does feel like i don't want to say this because i don't think this is her intention i don't want to i want to say this but i don't want it to be taken the wrong way it does feel like she was trying to trap him if this is how she's looking at it. Yeah, maybe I not would, trap him, but maybe you know she feels saying. like now I am pregnant, so now he should be stepping right. up. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Not trap him yeah. is the wrong word, but like I was well, just going based I'm on what she said. Well, him to change his mind yeah. because now I am pregnant. Yeah. And, and if he's not going to financially support me, then maybe I'm not going to have this child. That expectation is as realistic as a not deadbeat dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This is tricky. You need to make the decision to keep this baby for yourself, not for you and your maybe someday yeah. might want to be here. Right. right. Yeah, I think that was the standpoint I was coming from. Yeah. Was that like, these were all the things against me when I found out I was pregnant. At yeah. the moment, my daughter's father wanted nothing to do with it. Financially, I was not. Yeah, I don't think I would ever tell someone, keep the baby, don't keep the baby. I would never give that in, like that type of advice. No, it would be, how do you feel? How do you feel? 
And how do you feel? Are you in a position where you yourself, because of the circumstance that you're in, you yourself want to have a child, can handle raising a child on your own, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know? And I think these are the same questions I would have posed to you or maybe did pose. Like you found yourself in a position where you were like, I'm going to make this work. Mm-hmm. And is this person in a position where they can do that? We well, have that's no, why I was wondering how info. old I were. Yeah, we don't have if that info. a couple of teens. Why are you writing an advice columnist? I don't know. It just, the, the, the lack of like her thoughts and feelings on being pregnant. Yeah. Was kind of that's like. That's a red flag to I, me. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> like. Like, how do you feel about right, being pregnant? Right. He keeps. He she in no way was like. He's I made it clear. Like, he's done. If he right. if he decides he changes his mind down the road, then you handle it when it happens. But right now, it's you and maybe right. that baby. Yeah, there was no statement of like, I would love to have a baby, but maybe not right now. Or I'm not prepared to have a child by myself. Like, there was nothing that had anything to do with like right. how she's feeling about being pregnant right. other than now he's blocked me this that, and the yeah third. like okay you can't rely on him now right and you rely on yourself to be a right mom. now how do you feel about being pregnant not him you told us what he what he feels yeah that's the that's what's missing from this yeah yeah i agree with you there's just too much unanswered here so let's just get to the response yeah yeah i'm I have questions. I hope the the expert has answers. I know. What the experts say. I'm so sorry you find yourself in this situation, but at least you now know that he is not the kind of man you can rely on who will love you as you deserve. That said, I have also heard this problem from the other side, and I know that when a guy is presented with an unplanned pregnancy, it can be a distressing time for him too. Mm-hmm. But you are both adults who know that sex can make babies. And if you decide to go ahead with this pregnancy, he will still be legally liable to help maintain his child, whether he wants to be involved or not. Sure, I don't know what they do in the UK. Do you? Nope. Excellent. A relationship based on sex can be amazing, but it is just that. You talk about the man of your dreams and being in love, but it sounds as though you didn't really know him. So now just think of yourself in your own future. By deciding to go ahead and have the baby, you almost certainly need to plan for being a single parent. Are you emotionally ready and mature enough to take that on? Do you have the love and support of family and friends? Please don't continue with this pregnancy because you hope he'll want to be involved once the baby is born. His reaction so far has been cold and unfeeling and he's unlikely to change. Talk over your options with the British Pregnancy Advisory Service, the (laughs) B-Pass, before you decide what's best for you. Okay, I don't hate this answer. Because it's pretty- I don't hate it either, but I also like, because of my experience, things change. Things do change. You know what I mean? I agree that like don't have this baby under the waiting for the him. false pretense that like once you have this child, he will come back around. Right. But things for yourself will change. Maybe that's how it feels that you, you know, just biologically are going to want the father of your child involved in some way, shape, or form. So that is part of your hope. You do, part of you does hope that once you have this child, he will kind of snap out of this. And But that's also going to change things for you. You know what I mean? Saying that is kind of like what you're hoping and you do have this child. Not that I'm saying to do that. Right. I'm just saying if this is your decision, 
and it does have some to do with, you know, what if I do have this baby and he does change his mind? Just know either way, you're going to be okay. You're going to figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Whether without him, things yeah. will change for you. Yeah. I, so I, I like the angle you're you, coming out with that. It's like, you're not saying like one way or the other, but like, if you make that decision that you're going to move forward, even if you have that, that hope, good, right. like, you know, you're going to And be, maybe think yeah. about like, okay, say I convince myself that he's not going to come around. Like, don't go getting a whole abortion just because he may or may not. Right. And I think that's what the point of this is and what we were saying too. Yeah. Like that's that's a big decision based on whether or not he's gonna come. Right. What you need to make Either a decision way, right. on is you. Exactly. Are you in a place where you can be a parent? Do you want to be a parent? That's a big one. Do you want to be a parent? Which was why I was so confused yeah. with the <laughs> the write-in. It's humongous. Because it's usually very like, look, I am not ready or right. willing, or I've never wanted kids, but if, you know, if this was something that he decided, like, there was no... There was no nothing. Self. There was no feeling <laughs> in this question. Other than him. Right. He blocked me, he this, he that. That's why I said, like, if you're just waiting for I'm that, like, if you're not ready to be a parent, that's what I feel. Yeah, not- but I mean, yes and no, because I, when I was pregnant, it, you know, and I made the decision that, like, I, for myself, I, I'm not going to get an abortion. There was still part of me that was like, you know, I'm sure once the baby comes, he could change his mind. But that, I mean, that wasn't the, the that was a deciding the premise factor. of my yeah. right. But that definitely was a part of me that was like, maybe he will or whatever, but. I just like, I don't know. I'm very bewildered Word. by like the lack of emotion. Do you want there's just no like, emotion, period, in that it question. Just literally, it's like, what does he want to do? I'm yeah. cool. He's fine. What are we? What is he? Like, he closed he the door on me. me. I don't yeah. know what he wants to do still. <laughs> like, should I have a baby? Like, will he change his mind or no? Like, that's why I was like, how old yeah, are these there's, people? There's a lack. It feels like a lack of immature. Uh, I'm sorry, a lack of emotional maturity. Yeah. I, just yeah. based on the question alone. Yeah. I'm not there to judge that, but if, I mean, again, I'm going to just repeat what my, my stance is. I'm not speaking for the both of us. It doesn't seem like you're in the position or want to rather have the child for you and for this person, for this baby growing in you. Yeah, I don't... You want to have a life for you and the baby, not a life for maybe the baby's going to have a dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's huge. Listeners, listen, I know (laughs) you can't see what's going on and we're going to cut a lot of this out, but we are having a shit of a time with this recording. Shit of a day. If you are watching, we have shifted cameras. We have shifted how our microphones are sitting. We have suffered every technical difficulty because it was way too easy to get this going on a day that feels like it is outside. Yes. Yep. Exactly. We even ran out of pickle juice for our picklebacks. And we had one and ran out of pickleback energy before we started recording. (laughs) Right. And it was literally like 20 minutes. Yep. I can't. I can't. Let's just go on to the next fucking question. Please let's. You want to? Let's please. Let's do it. 
How about, is my boyfriend cold or am I too needy? Mm. From December 9th of 2021. And this is a different writer for the sex column. Lisa Not Scott. Laura. Not Laura. This is Lisa. Oh. Just. My boyfriend has avoidance issues and I just want to be closer to him. When we're apart, he's sweet and attentive. However, although things are fairly great between us, he's much colder when we're together. I initially found it confusing, and then I started to understand that I need a lot more from a relationship than he does. He's very independent, which I perceive as being uncaring at times. I want to see him over Christmas, which will be our first, but he sounds busy already and has a large family. How do I know if I'm being needy or asking for too much? This is a clear case of anxious, attached, and avoidant attached. Gee, Biff, why don't you tell our listeners what's the difference? She literally just said verbatim. (laughs) When they're apart, he is more emotionally available from her perspective. Mm -hmm. And then when they are in person... He feels closed off to her. And she overall needs way more reassurance, way more attention. Which is very responsible to recognize that a lot of people do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's hitting the nail on the head. She just doesn't know what to call the nail. Oh. Right. Philip. Yes. And every other male name. <laughs> <laughs> So is she, is she, she's anxious, right? She is anxious, attached. She needs constant and consistent reassurance. Interesting. Versus his avoidant attachment. Go on. Which needs all the personal space and distance. And when I am feeling too emotionally involved or attached or stimulated i need to run far away and be alone this does not mean that i do not love you or care about you this means i process things by myself and when you're constant constantly needing reassurance from me i am feeling smothered and i can't function versus the anxious attached who is when I am not getting this constant reassurance and yeah, keep drinking. <laughs> oh, I, this is, there is no shame in my When game. I am not getting this reassurance that I need at all times, I am constantly feeling like you don't love me. You don't care about me. You don't love me. I'm not good enough. You, you're leaving me, et cetera, et cetera. So what you're saying is I am avoidant attached in this situation. Yes. Didn't we discover this? <laughs> we did. Okay. We did. But we also discovered the parts of me that are anxious. Attached, too. attached. There was like parts of me and, and my identity in a relationship that has that anxious, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm just anxious in general and I accept that. The avoidant attach is hard for me because I'm like, oh no. Because you're not avoidant. Because I'm not avoidant. Right. But it makes But emotionally, sense. yes. Emotionally, I'm you like... You need that space. You I need, need that, to process before yes. yeah. before either we can talk about it yeah. or, you know, before I can move past it. Right. I need to know me. Right. And the anxious is like, I'm not moving past this until we talk. Yep. Until I get reassurance from Calm you. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. 
we will move past this when I say we're moving past this, <laughs> goddammit. Yeah. And maybe there's nothing to move past. Right. I, I am in full agreement with all of that. Now, how does she know if she's being needy or asking for too much? That is her question. So in the perspective of an avoidant attachment, she is being too needy and asking for too much. So what she should be asking is, is this something that I can manage Mm -hmm. with my partner who is an avoidant? Or is this, that doesn't work for me and I need to find somebody who is more available to give me the constant reassurance that I need? Okay, I didn't even go there, and that sold me. Right. I didn't go there. So she can can either say, like, okay, I need to figure out how to not soothe myself, but, like, how to give him his moment, his, his space, his time, and also give myself what I need. So knowing that, like, she mentioned when he's gone, when he's away... He's great Mm -hmm. because he's literally away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's easy for him to give you those things. But when he's in your vicinity and you're needing, which I'm not saying is wrong. Right. It's not. That's just for him. That's, I can't do it. Too much. It's too much. So it's not a matter of, is she asking for too much or not? It's a matter of who you're asking right so i I think i'm with you whereas like whether you're asking if you're needing or too much our response is you're neither you are who you are right and we all have different needs it's his emotional availability and what he can give you yep and what you're what you're willing to accept or not right but if you kind of get this understanding Mm -hmm. that the way he gives these things to you is different than what you are expecting you're or getting wanting. them you're just not getting them when you want them or in the way that you expect it it just could be in ways that you're not used to or that you're not looking particularly he's loving you in his way and for you it could be a different language so i think it can work but you both need to come to an understanding that like he's doing it in one way that maybe you need to each learn how to receive and give love in each other's language okay that makes total sense so you know again like she had mentioned when he's away he's very she feels loved from him which is pretty on par for an avoidant so i think they both kind of need to have like a greater understanding that like she's she needs a lot of reassurance like where we acknowledge like our own ways of approaching this relationship but we also have to acknowledge and meet the needs of the other person experiencing the same relationship right like i feel smothered when you're constantly needing reassurance from me versus you don't feel loved you know right you don't feel loved when i'm not giving you this constant consistent reassurance Mm -hmm. so it's like an understanding from both perfect I have nothing to add at all. I was... Because I wrote this question. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When we read the title, it was like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And then as you were reading, I was like, oh. It's still a good one. No, yeah. It yeah. just was a more of like a... It's a, you're, a lesson. You're neither. Right. You're, yeah. Response? Yeah. 
While negotiating each other's requirements is part of the dance, feeling safe in a relationship is non-negotiable. Oh, Biff. I feel like everything you said kind of fits into this sentence. Feeling emotionally safe means knowing that someone has your back and that they're there for you, says Dr. Angarad Rudkin. Yep. Ange. Dr. Ange. <laughs> you don't feel safe enough to show your feelings or to expect that he thinks or cares about you, which is leaving you feeling vulnerable and fragile. This connection can evolve. It may even be that he requires more time to feel safe himself. Either way, the outcome is the same. Wow, Beth. If he doesn't care, then the relationship probably isn't good for you, says James. M- James. Perfect. <laughs> I'm not Mick, 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 James McCoochie. If he does care, but won't or can't show it, you still end up feeling unloved and insecure. Is that good for you? Being clear about what you need from him is nothing to hide, says Rupert Smith. It always seems strange to me that needy, quote needy, has such negative connotations as if having and expressing your need is shameful. Whenever people express that feeling, I wonder if they come from a family background where basic needs for comfort, play, and love were not adequately met, and whether they have grown up believing they shouldn't want those things. Each of us needs relationships just as much as we require food and shelter. It might be worth looking to your childhood to see if you were ever made to feel that you were too demanding because you have carried that into adult life. So tell your boyfriend you want to see him at Christmas. It's a good test, says Makuchi. (laughs) Sounding busy sounds like a warning alarm, but it might just be that he's a bit passive. He wouldn't be the first man to be a bit slack about making social engagements. You may discover that he's uncertain how to be in an intimate relationship or... As painful as this realization would be, that he may just not be as invested in the union as you are. Just make sure you honor your needs first. It sounds as if he's quite capable of looking after his needs. Follow your instincts, be clear about what you want and need, and everything else will follow naturally. That was like, that felt like a very long reach. The response versus the question. I feel like it answered just whether or not she feels needy or like too much but didn't address maybe he has no clue that like yeah that he's showing more when he's like away versus when he's with her maybe he like can't separate that because for him this is just who he is this is you know what i mean i love you yeah so maybe he's just not aware that you're not feeling loved from me all the time. I liked the part where it was like, we all have needs. Right. We all have what makes us safe in a relationship. It was like a jump. There was no this addressing the dynamic. Jump. Right. There was no addressing the dynamic, which I like, love what you did. You were like, you have two different ways of approaching this and you need to make sure that you understand each other. Right. You know, whereas this was like, this is who you are. <laughs> And he's either going to do it or not. Which, Which yes, right, but, right, right, but right. there's so much more to just like he's in or he's out, right? Which is what this felt like. He may have no awareness that his attachment style is more avoidant than yours, yeah. right? Like that's not uncommon. I'm and I'm gonna say for guys, whether that's politically correct or not, men are less emotional. Like, 
or more like they're less emotionally, they react less based on emotion. They react more by, based on. Yes, they, they're, yes. Instinct. Women are perceived as more emotional. Yep. And men are not. So he may be absolutely clueless that you feel too different. You know, when he's away, you feel more loved. When he's around, you don't. He might not freaking know what's going on. He might not know that he misses you when he's away. He, and when he's with you, right. he's like, I don't have to. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. there's just so much more than like, well, he's either meeting your needs or he's not. It's never black and white. So this yeah, is a this, very black and white response. Yes. This response was very like reaching for me. It was a little lackluster like, for me. Like, where did you get this information How from? do I know if I'm being needy or asking too much? It looks like it answered the question in a way, but it just, it left too much open. Like, not once did it say... It felt and very I guess, attacking I guess, on him. It felt very attacking. It just... It, what like, it, he he clearly seems like he can look out for himself. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't yeah. get any of we this. We all can. <laughs> I didn't get any of this from no. the question. No. Other than like when well, he's away, that's I what I mean. Though caring, it looks but, like, like when he's with me, that's what I mean. It it looks like they went and just answered the question, and you didn't. They literally went for like, how do I know if I'm being needing or asking for too much? And you just went deeper. You took you took a longer route, and what you said was, it's not a question of you being needy or not. This person was like, maybe you're needy or too much, but you won't be for the right person. <laughs> Is what I got. Right, which is true. But if you don't communicate, like, then how do you, you know if know. it's the right, right person? Right, right, yeah. right, right. So I think yours is a little bit more thought out and more deliberate. Like this and this was, was just like a straight attack on the guy. I feel like, and I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to cast any aspersions on anyone's character, but what this was like, oh, oh this is an easy question. Let me just make my quota for this column. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just like based it off of what well, he won't question. do the next man well. <laughs> Like, which, yeah, maybe, but if you don't give this guy an opportunity, maybe he, you know what I mean? It just felt like a straight-up attack. It just didn't feel complete. And I think it's because there was so much more of this story to come at, rather than just, am I too much or not? Yeah, maybe he's just completely unaware. Maybe he's totally oblivious. And she's not communicating in a way that he's hearing her. Does he come home and crack a beer and just sit back and, like, chill in front of the TV? But when you're away, he's like calling and texting, like, how are you or whatever. Right. Or like is when, he like dismissive and like, oh my God. I'm going to work. Constantly, See you later. You're yeah. just so fucking needy or you're always nagging. You're always right. Like right. these are the things that make a difference. So let's leave that there. Yep. And move on to one more. Yeah. I think we can do one more. I like these questions. I'm in love with my wife's friend think about her during sex should i risk it all for her this is back for laura september of 2022 in ready? love and i i know are you ready i guess do we have oh, more wine i already read this first line and i'm already like you're gonna hate it oh for fuck's sake i've been married mostly happily for nearly 30 years and have two sons both married with children my wife and I have a good sex life, but when we make love, I'm always thinking of my wife's friend, whom I have loved from a distance for years. She never met the right man and has remained single. Because of that, she has tried to stay young and attractive, whereas my wife has let herself go a bit and is what our kids call mumsy. That felt insulting. 
I just hate the term let themselves go. They don't let themselves go. We don't let ourselves go. No. Most of the time. What? We become mothers, wives, fathers. Our priorities change. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's it. I don't let myself go. I don't fucking have time to do my makeup the I way I used to do. I am not putting myself first because I'm too busy caring about other things other than myself. Like a job, school, children, husbands that just let myself go. I just let myself go. Oh, let's let this bitch go. Are you ready? I'm going to finish this one. <laughs> Please fucking do. This woman visits us a lot and there is mild flirtation between us, but my D- wife never seems can we to just- notice. Yep. He even said himself, she stayed single. She's still single. So she stays looking young and hot. She's got time she- for herself. <laughs> oh, okay. We're not even at the question yet. And we have responses for you, <laughs> you arrogant fuck. Oi. Oi. <sighs> Last New Year, we even shared a kiss. More than a peck. All right, hold on. Recently, I, I lost my parents. That has made me realize life is too short to mess about. I want to tell this woman how I feel and see if she feels the same. I know it would devastate a lot of people. But I'm going to mess about on my family and wife. I know it it would devastate a lot of people if we had an affair. But the idea that I will never make love to her properly is unbearable. (coughs) Oh, good. We didn't need to get to a question. There wasn't one. It's just a problem. So that was it? That was it. That was it. That was it. The thought I'm going to let the lock off of this fucking wild animal's cage. I'm just going to let you lose. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) I just, so this isn't a matter of love. It's a matter of lust. Yep. Your poor wife. How many children did it it say? Two? Two boys married. Two boys who are both now married. And so she is now. Yes. Two sons married with children. So now she's also a grandmother. Yep. On top of being a wife and a mother. Now she is a grandparent. Lord knows if she's working professionally, other outside avenues. And we're also assuming that this friend who's never been married and since he didn't mention it, does not have children. Um, right. That was my assumption as well. Yep. That she probably just works and takes care of her home. Yep. She's single. She has time, patience, and energy. Cooks herself dinner. Yeah, if she wants. If she wants. Or she goes out and grabs a bite. Oh, I envy her. Does she get a burger? Do you think she gets a burger? I can't have if one on my plan. I'd like a burger. I was going to say, if she's like hot and sexy, probably not getting burgers. Maybe like a low-fat burger. Maybe, Maybe she like just a eats a burger salad. with half the bun. Shrimp salad. That sounds really great. It does. Like I made one. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know that's why you said it. Thank yeah. you for acknowledging. Also, I love shrimp salads. I love shrimp salads. Not to be confused with chode salads. Also love a chode salad. <laughs> Toss it. Mediocre salads. I don't even know where you're going anymore. You don't remember whether you're big or Me- mediocre? <laughs> yeah. One of your greatest lines of all time. Oh, I don't care if you're... It's today. Uh, right. Yeah, it's today. Do you see outside? It's great. I, That's my, my do you sunny feel disposition. Inside? <laughs> do you feel inside? I don't. <laughs> I think... I'm avoidant. I think Daddy Dearest has lost. You are no longer in life in love with your wife anymore. Yes, because you've shifted. You're starting to compare your wife now. 
mm-hmm. your wife, the mother of your children, right? Who's, I'm assuming, has taken care of your children and your home and is now a grandmother yep. and has so many, so many, what's the saying? Hats on her plate. <laughs> <laughs> It's things on her plate or hats on her head. So many different hats. Wears so many different hats. She has just so many different hats. Her head's worn down. (laughs) She has so many different plates for her hat. Her hair lines up here. (laughs) Like mine. She's got all kinds of grays because she don't have time to dye her hair. Right? But now you see a single woman who has all kinds of time for her hair. Yes. And so now all of a sudden your wife is less appealing. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Like, fucking shame on you. Go fuck yourself. Shame on you. Go fuck yourself. You're disgusting. And you don't love your wife's friend. You lost her because she's single and carefree and gets to go get her hair done every day and gets to do what she wants and look great because she has the fucking time, patience, and energy to do so. Right. Like, you're a piece of shit. And you've lost sight of your wife and who she is. She's probably the reason why your family is whole. Why your family is together. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she's the glue to your life. Your lifeline. And you just what? I can't stop thinking about my hot neighbor. Shame on you. Shame now, on see, you. See, I wouldn't say, but I'm also thinking this of this in a different way. If he's lost attraction to his wife in the just a general sense, I wouldn't, you know, what, for whatever reason, I wouldn't say that he's disgusting. I think that just people experience different things that, you know, bring them in and out of a marriage. And that just happens. And, you know, I think attraction leads to chemistry, which leads to a successful relationship. So I wouldn't say that he's disgusting, but I'm also not saying I agree with this approach Mm -hmm. because I don't. I don't think the question should be about this affair, but since he specifically spelled it out, I absolutely 100% see where you're coming from. He specifically said having this affair. Yeah. I think that if this was outside the normal realm of an affair and he just lost attraction to his spouse, that's okay. You can't lead them on, whatever. But you're literally using that as a justification right, right, right. to have a quote unquote right. affair. Right. I, I don't think that's the question anymore. Well, seeing my it from that perspective. Is, is why did you lose attraction? Because your wife has completely given every ounce of herself to your your marriage. Your, I think your he's children, trying to your... justify it, and he's doing but it I'm the saying, wrong are way. We losing perspective when you you are all of a sudden now my wife gained weight, or now my wife let herself go, or now my wife, you know, her grays are growing in, right. and so are you? Is that like she your... stopped using her expensive night right. creams? Right, like and all that this, stuff. this is where your brain shifted to versus like. Look at my fucking wife. Look at the shit that she Look is just Look at everything she's done reflecting exactly, on who she exactly. is. Yeah. Right? Is that where we're losing this? I just, I don't think I love my wife no more. Or my husband let himself go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are we losing? Like, yep. oh my God. I'm totally with you on that. Like, look yeah. at my man's little belly. I, I don't think. He stopped know. going to the gym for 
us and our family to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like, oh, he stopped going to the gym. Now he's getting fat. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like, I think that what, what I was just saying was kind of like, a, you know, what what you had said came off to me kind of like as a blanket statement. But what I just wanted to kind of like put out there was, you know, people do lose attraction. Absolutely. That's a normal thing. Absolutely. But using that to kind of play on to what you were saying, like shame on you, you're using you're using your wife as an excuse to have an affair. Right. You're Rather, comparing her right. to a single fucking woman. Which is what is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Like no. Yeah. You're not justifying your future actions, your lust, or what you may, like, anything. Mm -hmm. You're not justifying it by how someone may or may not look today. Right. How someone may or may not treat themselves today. Right. Those sacrifices were not made in vain. Fucking amen. They were not made in vain. She's a fantastic woman. The sex is still great, but when you have sex, you're fantasizing about something else. If you were just writing about having, fantasizing about having sex with someone else, I'd say that's normal. Probably. Right? I'd assume so, yeah. But if you're fantasizing about having sex with someone else and you probably have the real deal to go over there, right? like to do it, right? you have nothing left to lose. So why don't you ask your wife if you can have an affair? Yeah. You know I what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. I you agree. have nothing left yeah, to lose. I agree. You've already, what are you, you going to do? Suffer miserably? We're not saying do that right. either. Right. But you're clearly not happy. Right. Your question just came from the wrong angle. Which is right. Which is why I'm asking, why are you not happy? Yeah. Because you're comparing your wife in to somebody else. And now, grandmother, to some single woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that even, that's not even in the same ballpark. You're just an asshole. Like, you just, yes. You're just an asshole. You yeah. want to sleep with this person. You shared a kiss, by the way. Let's go back to that. You shared a kiss. You've already cheated on your wife. Mm -hmm. It was more than and just a And you clearly pet. have been emotionally cheating on her. Yep. You've been comparing her. Like, how foul of you. This you've woman already, has your children. You've like, ended the relationship. I just, I can't. Unless People you, unless so she knows what you're thinking, like, unless she knows what you're thinking or she agrees to some sort of open relationship, you've, you've already, you've already crossed the line. Right? Like, when did you stop being attracted to your wife? When she was too tired to, you know, jump up on the counter? at any given moment when you wanted to yeah like what are the why have you lost a well no he says that sex is great but whenever they make love it's he's thinking about somebody else he just he somewhere has like categorized his wife into like yeah he forgot the amazingness of fucking women you know what i mean being a mom being a grandma being a working woman being a the just the most underrated uh, yes. undervalued asset to society thank you a woman yes thank you like okay yes we lost energy to fucking maintain our appearance for some time we i'm, or, I'm talking or, as a woman right now we started can't. losing energy the second we were starting to push <laughs> like and still held it down right there was a fucking invisible generator somewhere like transmitting energy to us like i just i just it's it's hard because i i can understand it's normal and natural sometimes people grow apart or and you, that's okay but this is literally using your wife to justify is, yeah, an affair this is like you just completely stuck your wife in a box that and now right you see there the is you lady. made me do it 
That's what that yeah. is. You made me well, do it. Well, if you didn't let yourself go, you, Tabitha still uh, gets her hair done. Look what you made me Tabitha do. Tabitha ain't oh, a fucking great. Fuck yes, you. This is getting what, worse. Yes, that's what I I'm just gonna. Can we read the response before yes, I get please, angry? Because I get fucked. Yes. That's why I called him a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> It's normal to fantasize about other people, but our experts agree acting on the fantasy is just another matter. This woman represents everything you fear you've lost, says James fucking Makuchi. <laughs> Youth, freedom, lack of responsibility. Would these feelings survive if there was a part of everyday life? If she was a part of everyday life? Don't underestimate losing your parents. Being a middle-aged orphan creates a sense of your own mortality, which can lead to recklessness, says Rupert Smith. You don't know how this woman feels. By gambling on a flirtation, you risk losing everything. <sighs> Dr. Ann Garad Rudkin, Dr. Ange, okay. suggests weighing up the pros and cons of an affair. Quote, you might satisfy your fantasies, but the ripple effect would change your life. When you've thought it through, if it still makes sense to have sex with your wife's friend, you're doing so with a sense of the consequences. You say your wife has let herself go. Mm -hmm. Perhaps you are a dad C too, mm -hmm. says James Makuchi. Will any woman who becomes your partner not become, quote, mumsy? Have an honest talk with your wife. You may not be the only one who is dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love that last. Absolutely love it. That was probably the only part that I, I hope she wants to fuck the guy her friend let get away. Know what I'm saying? Yep. And <laughs> or his you. brother. Not you, Dadsy. Not you, Dadsy. What the fuck hole is this? I love that he shifted the perspective. Yeah. Right, maybe maybe you're not the only one who feels this way, sir. Oh. Dadsy. Grandpa. That was a good response, but there was a moment of confusion there that I can't get past. The uh, orphan, the adult orphan. orphan. I yeah. missed that part yeah. too. <laughs> yes, I missed that part too. I'm glad we were able to reconcile. Yeah. 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 Oh, so I feel like this affair may or may not have started prior to the loss of his parents. Yeah. So I don't think that was. Yeah, because he said he big... recently lost yeah. his parents right. and he's been in love with this for a while. Home yeah. skillet biscuits and she was dough. Yeah. Sorry, Baker analogy. Shows and biscuits. Yep. Um, this episode was a shit show. <laughs> this day was a shit show. This day, we apologize in advance for everything you're not experiencing, but we are because we know how to edit. Mm. <laughs> yes, we love you and appreciate your consistency with our inconsistency. Thank you for being consistent attached. <laughs> <laughs> that would be secure attached. Is that <laughs> Consistent attached. <laughs> Secure attached. I fucking love it. I love that there's a definition for it. There literally is. Well, see, now, originally these were short questions and answers, so we had two more questions for you folks, but... But today. But today ain't but the today. day. But today. Today. I think our title name could be But Today. But Today. <laughs> or Consistent Attached. I was going to say, but... I also like. <laughs> We'd let you guys vote, but this will come out before you have a chance to. So. Yeah. Send us all of your questions, comments, concerns, and good wishes for a better tomorrow. Ill advised the podcast at gmail.com, or you can find us online at illadvisedthepodcast.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And at YouTube. Don't forget YouTube. 
I did forget YouTube. Well, I'm And YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at ill-advised the podcast. Uh, Let us know your take. Please. Let us know what you take. Drugs, alcohol, dick. (laughs) That too. (laughs) It's been a day. I need to entertain myself. It's been a day. Thank you. You guys are. Thank you for listening. Thank you. You're fantastic. You're wonderful. Everything about you is great. As we always say, also, don't let no man value you against your friend Mm. because that's horseshit. And thank you for listening. You've been ill advised.